0: you I don't even know what that song's from. It's a Faith Hill song. It was originally in the Polar Express. Breast? That's not even in my news and notes. So welcome to Girls Gone Hallmark, a Hallmark review podcast. I'm Megan, and I'm your longtime Hallmark movie fan. I'm Wendy. I'm your former Hallmark hater. Can you hear the, like... Do you want to change your tagline? No. Oh. Because I think it's true. Oh. Not so former these days? Heavy on the hate? No. It's back and forth. Mm. Back and forth. Today we're discussing Where Are You Christmas? The second movie in Hallmark's Countdown, The Christmas Lineup, which originally aired on Saturday, October 21st, 2023. We were just laughing our asses off because we love the members of our Girls Gone Hallmark community. We'd love for you to become one of them. One of the places you can do that is to follow us on Instagram. We are at Girls Gone Hallmark. Wendy runs the show over there. And I handle our All Things Megan and Wendy Instagram account, which is at Megan and Wendy. Jump into our Facebook
1: group. Maybe somebody might Photoshop you into a photo.
0: (laughs) Literally choked on my lunch. It's such a good time over there. It's fun. Girls Gone Hallmark on Facebook groups. And speaking of the community that we have, I was scrolling through our reviews this morning, which this is a great time to remind the listeners that we love your five-star ratings and reviews. It's the best way to support this podcast. It's completely free. lets other people know about us. But I read a review that I'm not sure that we ever shared on the podcast, and I'd like to read it because it is a delight. Oh, okay, good. I've been a fan of Hallmark movies for years, and last year discovered the Girls Gone Hallmark podcast and the wonderful community they've built. As best friends, their back and forth seems so spontaneous and is very funny, but with all this humor, they provide high-quality reviews. They also have a great relationship with their listeners. It really is a community. A very inclusive, open-minded community. Yay! That's very nice. Damn, I love that review. That's very nice. (laughs) I have a quick Hallmark news and note to share. Mm. The stars of The Way Home, Kyler Lee, Sadie LaFlam Snow, and Evan Williams, appeared at Comic-Con, Hallmark's first ever Comic-Con appearance. Wow! To promote The Way Home. The Way Home does have a waiver. For filming and promoting. Mm-hmm. Season two quietly began filming in August and is set to wrap in December. Now they have not announced an air date for season two, but methinks with Hallmark's speedy editing, we could get a late January launch of season two, much like we did of season one. That is going to make me so happy. But I just had a, like this gut
1: punch. Like I don't even know what. Time frame, they're going to be visiting. Are we going back to the 1800s? Are we still in the 90s? What's happening? What's happening? I don't know. I think it's a little bit of both. Uh, I had no idea that they had a waiver and were filming. Neither did I. That's exciting. Isn't that great news? It's exciting. uh mm-hmm. I'm guessing Ride is still on hold. No comments. Okay. <laughs> Let's hear a synopsis <laughs> for Where Are You Christmas? When Addie wishes for a cre- whoops. When Addie wishes for a year without Christmas, she wakes up in a world of black and white. She must work together with the town's mechanic to restore Christmas. Starring Lindsay Fonseca, Michael Rady, Jim O'Hare,
0: and Julie Warner. Let's do some news and notes. Lindsay Fonseca stars as Addie. She has 50 acting credits, including Hallmark's North to Home and Next Stop Christmas, she also recently appeared in a feature film called Spinning Gold, which was out in theaters early this year, a biopic that stars Hallmark fan fave Jeremy Jordan.
1: Off topic, Jeremy Jordan is touring. Yeah, I was surprised. I sent Megan. Jeremy Jordan's going to be in our neighborhood, mm-hmm. neighborhood mm-hmm. in our <laughs> adjacent town. Anyway, he will be performing. And I sent it to Megan and she responded with LOL. I, I was legit. I maybe I want to go see him sing. What? genre of music does he perform? I have no idea. I, to me, if I had to guess, it's going to be like big band sort of like mm. that kind of vibe.
0: Yeah, I'm getting Michael Bublé vibes. Mm.
1: He's real easy on the eyes and is a great singer. Well, if you want to go be the youngest person in the room, let's go see Jeremy <laughs> Jordan perform. <laughs> All right.
0: Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, I'm sorry I missed it. I missed
1: Oh, I work so hard sometimes. (laughs) She doesn't even notice. All right. Michael Rady plays Hunter. Hunter is not a name that we typically get in our Hallmark movies. I was pleasantly surprised by that. Anyway, uh, he has 55 acting credits, including Unexpected Grace from earlier this year. You can catch Rady as Chris Childs on Magnum P.I., on programming note, we will be revisiting Michael Rady's A New Year's Resolution, a movie I notoriously hated upon first watch back in 2021. And that episode will drop on January 2nd.
0: Jim O'Air plays Addie's father. He has nearly 200 acting credits and is probably best known for his role as Jerry on the comedy Parks and Rec where he appeared in 121 episodes from 2019 to 2015. 200 acting credits? 2009 to 2015. What did you say? 19. Oh, okay. All right.
1: Julie Warner plays Mom Sharon. She has 54 acting credits and has been in movies like Tommy Boy and Doc Hollywood.
0: I love Doc Hollywood.
1: Michael J. Fox. Oh, I remember reading an article that that's when he first noticed his symptoms from
0: parkinson parkinson's thank you side note there is a documentary michael j fox documentary. i watched it, it on so good. tv plus i thought it was great mandy madden plays teacher dana mandy has a short resume with only 14 acting credits she appeared in one episode of and just like that the sex in the city reboot in 2022 Andrew
1: David Bridges is Addie's brother, Connor. He's another up-and-coming actor with just 19
0: previous acting credits. Dustin Riker directed. This guy's done a ton of directing, producing, and writing. Some of his directing work includes two tickets to paradise. Next Stop Christmas, one royal holiday, as well as this year's A Merry Scottish Christmas.
1: This guy's name is all over every project this year. Mm -hmm. He's either a
0: producer, or he's a writer, or he's the director. Busy. Busy dude. The writing credit is shared by Michael Rice and Timothy Kuriak. Michael Rice previously penned Sweet Carolina in 2021. And Timothy Kuriak has six previous writing credits, but this does appear to be his first Hallmark gig. Keith
1: Nielsen did the costumes for this movie. Uh, Another fun programming fact. We're going to have Keith on the podcast on November 2nd to join us as we review Mystic Christmas, where he also
0: did the costumes for that movie. Finally, this movie much like Mystic Christmas, was filmed in Connecticut in the spring. These movies were actually filmed back-to-back in late March 2023. Ready for first impressions? Mm Mm-hmm. Mine is alternate title, You Don't Know What You've Got Till It's Gone. Oh, look at that. But they need Christmas in there somewhere. No? Okay. Mine
1: is uh, You Had Me Up Until Our Two Leads Kiss. Oh, boo. There's a lot of polarizing... Thoughts on this movie? I'm surprised by the detractors. There's a lot of people who really did not like this movie. Agree. I saw some three out of ten stars. Whoa. Whoa!
0: Yeah. Yeah. No. No. I disagree. I I don't think it's hateable by any means. Actually, spoiler alert, really enjoyed it. Well, my first like, which was my first impression until I came up with my clever song title, is Even in black and white, this movie shines.
1: (laughs) Did AI write that for you? It didn't. Oh, it's all me. Nice. I thoroughly enjoyed how Hallmark ventures out beyond their typical formula for this movie.
0: Everyone's like, ugh, the CGI wasn't good. Sometimes you can tell that, yeah, you're watching the Hallmark channel. The budget for CGI isn't there. Yes, there were some distracting moments. We can talk about that. But... We're the first to call out bad green screens and all that. Yeah, sure. I just think sometimes perhaps we need to overlook that. We have always
1: said that. Sometimes when the details get a little murky, we just put that to the wayside, right? I think this is one of those areas. I thought the black and white scenes weren't flawless, but overall, it was still pretty cool.
0: Very cool, and... Sent the visual message. Mm. What story are you telling with the visuals? Right. I loved it. Yeah. Um, I also love Jim. Jim O'Hare. Oh, my My God. So good. His relationship with Addie and their challenges and their struggles. I really loved that storyline and how they didn't really understand each other. Mm -hmm. And they had different kind of expectations for each other. I thought he was really powerful in that dad role. I
1: agree. I thought he brought a wonderful sense of warmth Mm. and depth to the character. Mm -hmm. And he gave some passive aggressive digs Mm -hmm. that like made me feel uncomfortable (laughs) at home watching. Yeah, he was angry.
0: Yeah. Oh, it's a pine tree in the living room. Yeah. I yeah, he was great. He was great. Um, I liked the storyline of the parents feeling left behind by their daughter. Mm. So often, this is a little bit of a play on the classic Hallmark, we want you to come home and run the family business. Right. I didn't feel like her parents wanted her to come home. I didn't feel like they were upset that she had moved away. They just wanted to be a part of her life Mm. in in whatever way that meant. And when they came to visit, they wanted to see her life and want her be immersed in her life. And she, I think, read that feeling as, no, I want you to come be in our world. Right. Like she wasn't seeing that they could both live their own lives, but they could still be in each other. Right. Lives. And I think that
1: story is something worth pursuing Mm. and we didn't get enough of that Uh i don't think instead we got she works in the christmas space she does not want to partake in christmas activities when it actually comes around and then therefore looks like she's deserting her parents Mm -hmm. you know like there's two stories there that are not quite like connecting for Mm me Lindsay fonseca is a top-tier actor for me. Mm -hmm. I thought she was great in this role. I'd love to see her in more Hallmark movies. She's only in like maybe one a year, one every other year. Mm -hmm. Yeah, more. But to me also, she does have a lot of acting credits. I feel like maybe hallmark might just be like a holding space for her mm. i think she might become like a bigger star this is a
0: launch pad perhaps maybe <laughs> maybe michael freaking rady michael freaking <laughs> rady what's not to love in the beginning where he's obviously going through it mm-hmm. I think he's great mm-hmm. he's sullen but not mean right and i feel You could feel that veteran who was struggling to reintegrate into society and how hard it was to live up to the expectations that the community placed on him taking over his grandfather's role. Mm -hmm. And then as he starts to warm up, both visually and personality-wise, I think he did a great job.
1: I will say it was really nice to see him in what I believe is an against-type role mm. for him, because he's, like, a bright-sider all the time. boy mm. next door. Yeah, exactly. Like, I can't help but think back to the Nicky Deloach movie, Love to the Rescue, mm-hmm. or... And, he, you know, he's just, like,
0: this nice guy, and... Golden Retriever energy. A
1: hundred percent, yes. Mm-hmm. And so it was nice to see him as this, like, blue-collar who's really struggling with something, mm-hmm. and... I do have more to add to that in my wish category, okay. but I really enjoyed him. When he turned around, when he first, when Addie comes into the shop to get her car fixed, and he turns around and he's like, hey. And mm. I was like, oh. Yeah. I sent Megan like a
0: melty emoji. <laughs>
1: like, I, oh,
0: yeah. I, I enjoy him a lot. On a lighter note, hat tip to costume designer Keith Nielsen because Hunter's black and white outfit. Mm-hmm. He looks like he's in black and white. I understand the costume is black and white. There's something about the giant scarf and the way it's done and the gradients in it.
1: Oh, God. Was that funny when he was all wrapped up and he was wearing sunglasses at the the school? Oh, my
0: God. I laughed so hard. I laughed so hard. I think that's uh, genius costuming. It looks black and white. Yeah. Do you have anything else you liked? I just said this is going to be the season of celebrating big risks. Oh,
1: All right. On Hallmark. On Hallmark. Yeah. What'd you wish for? So in my opinion, it seemed like repairing Addie's relationship with her father would have been the solution to her restoring her color. Yes. Rather than finding true love or like whatever the angle was there. There were deep wounds between Addie and her dad. And I just think it would have made more sense. I
0: like that perspective. I think also a story that deserves more weight than the love story is Hunter as a vet. Oh my God. Struggling in society. Yes, I have lots of thoughts on that. And I think the resolution to that is too quick. Mm-hmm. That's going to be an ongoing thing. And I wish it was more like, I think, I wish it was more than I made a new friend and now I'm going to be okay. Mm-hmm. The town needs me, so I'm going to be okay. I think it's okay to talk about mental health and say, Hey, I'm I'm getting help. Totally. And one of the ways I'm doing that is yes, I'm immersing myself into the town because I can't hide in my shop all day long. Right. But I need more help than this.
1: You know what? That is so interesting is we have yet to see a Hallmark movie kind of tackle mental illness, Mm -hmm. right? I'm just going through my file folder in my brain. Nothing comes to mind. And this would have been an excellent opportunity. Mm -hmm. I feel that he was underused in this role. Mm -hmm. This movie could have been about him.
0: Mm -hmm. I mean, it could have gone either way. Like, I think, like you said... Like, we didn't need the brother's proposal. That could have been cut. Perfectly fine storyline could have been cut. Exactly. I just think that it w- if they would have given his
1: struggles more depth, it would have resulted in, like, a richer ending.
0: And I almost have this vision of this movie where him returning to color isn't a permanent solution. Like, he kind of is mm. glitching between color and mm. black and white. Because it's not a... I remember Christmas with my grandfather. Those happy memories have healed me. Right. It's a, it's a process. Right. I did at times find the black and white to be distracting. Mm. Doesn't mean I didn't like it. I just there were moments where I thought, oh, I, I can't stop looking at her black and white hand touching his outfit in color. Yeah. It's I don't know that there's necessarily a better way to do that. It's just something worth noting.
1: Yeah. So at the top, in my first impression, I said that this movie had me until the two kissed. Mm. I absolutely hated that Addie kissed Hunter because that's what she thought the solution was to getting her color back.
0: Yeah, he needed to give her a harder time about that.
1: I think so, too. I just hated that
0: it didn't work and now that kiss is meaningless yeah it was just i felt terrible for him and i think that was an interesting scene where he was like we don't know what the solution is we don't know how you're gonna get your color back but we'll we'll get through it together like if this is the way it is we'll find a path forward right instead of being like there's only one path forward and it's gotta be me getting my color back
1: right okay so i'm trying to think back to the chronological order. She was one of the last, right? Mm-hmm. To mm-hmm. And it, tell me if I'm wrong. It was truly because she hadn't found
0: true love yet, right? She says, I have another Christmas wish. I'd like to kiss you for the right reasons this time. And she changes color. Was it the on-screen chemistry of the kiss or the reasoning behind the kiss? Both. Okay. I don't think they're...
1: It, I don't... I don't think they lacked chemistry. I did think the kiss was kind of not great Mm. but i didn't like in the story that it was
0: her her kiss finding love yes yeah it doesn't really make sense no it doesn't with the rest of the story no i'm
1: telling you i enjoyed all this movie until like that scene and going forward
0: yeah because i think we could have gotten his like you're beautiful in any color they could have had their kiss rearrange the sequence of scenes and her resolution with her father, she could have already had her moment with Hunter. Mm -hmm. They're good. He's good with her. She's good with who she is. And her moment with her dad is what.
1: Yes. I agree. I just think that was a real misstep, but okay. I have another comment and I don't know where to put it at. So I'm going to talk about it here. Hmm. We have this story that is devoid of religion and I feel like I could see how this Christmas movie might not land with like Hallmark's biggest fans. Really? Yeah.
0: But most of their movies are not faith based.
1: I know, but we're talking about a religious holiday that is maybe only seen as like celebration devoid of religion. Because let's look at the bigger picture. If Christmas was gone, then what's that say about Christianity?
0: Yes, that's an excellent point.
1: So, and I know like they're not, they weren't touching that with this movie at all. But I think there's some people who saw this movie and they were like, whoa, hold up. This doesn't make any sense.
0: Yeah, that's an interesting point. I have seen some pushback on this movie. And to me, everyone has to their opinion. I've liked lots of, disliked lots of movies that other people have liked. That's what creativity is and mm-hmm. entertainment is. But what's interesting to me is that the pushback that I've seen on this movie, I don't see on every other Christmas movie. And I don't see the difference. Tell me more. Like people talking about, oh, we were pushing Christmas on this town. Yeah, every Hallmark... This year is making 40 movies. One of them is about Hanukkah. They right. They make 39 Christmas movies. Mm-hmm. So this is an issue that you actually have with Hallmark isn't inclusive in their movie making of people of other faiths or beliefs or no faith or belief or they don't celebrate anything. Why are we picking this one to be bothered by?
1: Got it. So we're saying like, oh, we have this town of people who only believe in Christmas.
0: Yes, but I don't know that... I will admit that as a person who celebrates Christmas, I probably don't have the right perspective. Mm-hmm. Because when I'm like, "Oh, a town that's all in on Christmas, my street's all in on Christmas. Right. Like, the decorations go off. If we had a person move in who was like, we don't celebrate, cool, would that make them uncomfortable? That for six weeks out of the year, our entire street is lit up like the 4th of July all night long. I mean, it might. Right? Yeah. So that's an interesting thing. I have not really looked deeply into how like this town is all about Christmas and the whole thing is like they're at the Christmas pageant and all the towns getting their memories back and getting their color back. But we don't really see the what's happening to the other members of town who may not be all in on that and how this affects them. Right. And what would have been interesting is if there were people in color walking around while the rest of the town was in black and white to symbolize that. That would have been cooler. Yeah, I can see that. But for people to,
1: like, have a bone to pick with this movie because of that, like like you said, we get so many movies that are based around the Christmas holiday. You call it Countdown to Christmas. I got a DM. Um, I want to read it to you. I was responding to, I think it was a 3.5 star out of 10 rating on this movie. And I wrote, like, this rating is blowing my mind. And the person responded back, I'm just going to keep them anonymous at mm-hmm. this point. The person who reviewed it is not the person
0: you're talking to.
1: Right. They shared it. Yes, exactly. So she says, I think the potentially racist elements brought it down for her, the person who originally reviewed it. But then goes on to say, when I saw those two scenes, I cringed because I knew people would read into that, even though in context, it doesn't have anything to do with race, in my opinion. But you can find an allegory anywhere if you're looking hard enough. So I'm not even quite certain which two scenes she might be referring to. Mm -hmm. There was one where teacher Dana like wiped Michael Rady's face. Yes. She's like, it doesn't come off. Right. And that felt very reminiscent of something. And I can't put my finger on it. Like Mm -hmm. something I may have seen before in terms of people of color. Mm Hmm. But I don't have enough background or backstory on it to complete the
0: thought. It didn't read racist to me. I would be curious to hear someone's argument about scenes that might have been specifically racist, but that wasn't my read. Yeah, me neither. But then I, I keep questioning myself. What, do we miss?
1: what am I missing? Mm-hmm. Like, am I missing it because I'm a white woman? Right. I would love to like dig into this movie deeper yes. like and better understanding from the writers what the initial goal was like maybe things were
0: cut maybe they weren't I don't you know yes so anyway are you ready for did to see that I am that Jack Frost drink that she drinks in the beginning with her friend is horrifyingly blue I would never <laughs> I was like that would turn my mouth blue mm-hmm. and then that would be a real look there's no way that takes to me. Also, in the opening scene, Addie's giving a speech. She looks like a hologram.
1: That green screen is real bad. It's real bad.
0: I was like, what's happening? Is she she a hologram? It did (laughs) look like a hologram. I was like, are you Tupac? (laughs) That's a real throwback. I couldn't think of a single other hologram moment. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Um,
1: At one point, I could see Lindsay Fonseca's tattoo, which is behind her Mm -hmm. ear here. Her hair was down in almost every scene. And at one point, like, I could see the hair was moved and she has a tattoo behind her ear. So I Googled it and she does. In the home where Addie's parents live, she's sitting at the... Like kitchen table with her mom and there's this round wooden tray in the middle of the table. I have the same one. It's, It's from Target. I was like, hey, I have that. And this one I can't take credit for, but Sleepy Kitty Paw pointed out on Twitter that in the scene where Addie and her father talk in her bedroom, the bed comforter is green at one angle and then black and white in another. I saw that comment and I actually did notice that. Did you? That I'm going to add a photo to our show notes if you want to see what it what it looks
0: like. Yeah, a little green screen glitching.
1: Sometimes you can't get it all right. No. The turnaround time on
0: these is, you can just imagine the editor watching it back. They're like, I'm going to let it go. Yeah. I got to let it go. Exactly. <laughs> Love it and leave it. Are you ready to rate it? I am. I gave it four stars. 3.75. I thought this was a solid, solid attempt. I'm really floored that
1: people like checking it twice better than this movie. No way.
0: No way. We've had so much fun kicking off Countdown to Christmas here on Girls Gone Hallmark, and we are just getting started. We'll be back with three reviews next week. It's still holiday whiplash around here. We got Halloween, and then we have two Christmas movies, including the aforementioned chat with Keith Costumes. Come back for that. Leave your five-star ratings and reviews on your way out. Have a great week. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Are you tired of waiting for sparks to fly on your dating app? you dream of running through airports to deliver an out-of-breath, unplanned monologue? Then stop doom-scrolling and start listening to Meet Cute Rom-Coms, feel-good love stories that take you from chance encounter to grand romantic gesture in just 15 minutes. We're bringing Rom-Coms back. Get a brand new Meet Cute series on the first Tuesday of every month with new episodes twice a week. Fall in love with Meet Cute Rom-Coms wherever you find your podcasts. Is this where we kiss?